We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Second down, launch, wide open! Kelsey has the touchdown! This is a great start. Oh, there's his brother! Says right on, that's Jason! It is a great song, you. It really is. And you know, the song is oh my perfect. God, I, need to, I, need to, I need to go some yacht. Do they do yacht rock up here? Uh, because you, I know in, in you could find it. Hate to talk about Georgia like that because I know we're oh, here we go. But dude, they they had yacht rock reviews in in Georgia that I used to go to, and dudes used to wear like the whole yachta outfit. You could do that. Uh, when I think yacht, I think I you Douglas. Know. You know what? Being up in the Northeast like that, wearing a yacht uniform, I would probably get ridiculed. Oh, it probably wouldn't work out. For, <laughs> it probably but you know wouldn't what? Work out. You're you reminiscing about yachts and and reviews and all that kind of stuff. It, you know, I'm reminiscing today. What you reminiscing? Well, about? we just played it in. Kelsey scored a touchdown last week, and of course, as we get ready for the title games on Sunday, what do you know? Andy Reid's going to be on Championship Sunday because Andy Reid is always on Championship Sunday. This will be his sixth consecutive. Championship game. Uh, after going to all the great championship games with the Eagles, five of them, including four in a row, and you were a big part of that, Hugh. And I look, I, I know sometimes things run their course and they end, but I, it, I just can't get past this as I get ready to watch these games this weekend. The Eagles, about a decade ago, a little longer than that, moved on from one of the five greatest coaches, I believe, when he's all said and done, he'll be remembered as that in NFL history. And we're sitting here today and yesterday in this last eight or nine days talking about a head coach that half this town or more doesn't believe in anymore. The Eagles miss Andy Reid. I, I miss Andy Reid. <laughs> I'm serious. They ha- they've never replaced him. The, st- the stability he brought. Bad analogy, Ty. You know what this reminds me What is it? Okay. This is a bad analogy. And y'all going to have to excuse me for this one. But, but this one is pretty Go ahead. bad. Say, like, for instance, you have a girlfriend. And, like, she's a little, she's a little rotund. She's a little heavy. And she is she can cook. Like, she's a great person, great woman. And this this could apply for guys, too, because I don't want to think I'm just being a, you know, chauvinist. Partner, your partner. Yeah. 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 So it, it applies both ways. But, like, they are a great person, great personality, great at parties and everything, pretty face. A little heavy, a little heavy. And you can't get past that. And then all of a sudden she go somewhere else. She go she go get the Planet Fitness. She see Megan Thee Stallion do the whole uh, – playing a fitness thing, and she started getting in shape, and then she gets super fine, or he gets super fine. Then you start reminiscing, like, dang, I, you know, I kind of mess up. You can't do that, Joe. So I, I am doing it. Like, <laughs> it's natural. That, you can't Joe. not do it. You can't so do you're it. So you're saying that Andy post-Philadelphia, like, he found Planet Fitness yes, out there. Yes, he did. Yeah, he, he, figuratively, because I don't like, think he you did, You both actually. had to grow as individuals, and you are probably both. Like, I don't know what you're doing because most times when, when dudes reminiscing like that, they probably didn't fell off in, in the, the, the the next significant other that they have is probably not that attractive. But that's what Andy's done. So Andy went somewhere and got fine. He, he did, and, and it's weird to say it that way, but he got fine. He's in his sixth straight title <laughs> that's game. That's what I'm saying. He might win his third Super Bowl in a few weeks. So, so I think, you know, we always do bad analogies. That's actually a pretty good one. You know why, Hugh? Because I think it's natural. Here's the reality. The Eagles 
or you know, you in this case, if we're using the analogy, have done fine, good, a championship, a super, two Super Bowl trips without this guy, right? You've moved on or whatever, person, partner, man, woman, whatever. Yes. The Eagles moved on and they've been good. He's done better. And I, I can't get out of my head that the Eagles have had three coaches past Andy. The first one ended in disaster. The second one ended kind of, you know, in a kind of disappointing way, considering he won the first Super Bowl here. And this one is trending towards not good. Let's just be real. I know they went to Super Bowl last year, but we have a coach now that a lot of people believe is one foot out the door anyway. So we might be, we might be on our fourth coach a year from now, post Andy. Meanwhile, yeah. he might play for the Super Bowl again. Andy Reid, in two weeks, could have six straight title game appearances and three Three rings. She's she been working out at Planet Fitness. Man. man. She done got super fine. I, I get it. I, I've seen that so many times before. But you just can't You can't do that, Joe. I think that when you look at Coach Reed's time here, and and I have a unique perspective because I had a chance to talk to Jaws when he was at ESPN. We were at ESPN one day, and I remember I was all in my fields when they were talking about firing Coach Reed. And Jaws, Jaws was walking to where what he was going. He said, hey, Hugh. He said, man, it's time. He needs to move on. And he said it just like that. He said that the, the message has gotten stale. And to hear Jaws say it like that, he was right. Like, you have a, a, a shelf life as a coach where you go out and your message is only as good as the people that it resonates with. And for whatever reason, Coach Reed's message got stale here in Philadelphia. And to, 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 to Mr. Lurie's credit, he moved on when he had to. He knew that. And, and I, I would say this. We both got out of it like this is the, this is the perfect analogy because we both got out of the relationship what we wanted in the beginning we got we both got rings totally both got rings out of it and you know unfortunately for us we're back in the dating pool somewhat because the girlfriend that we got right now we're looking at her kind of sideways <laughs> yes we are you know we caught her we caught her out some out somewhere doing some things that we was like hold up hold up or, or guy we, we got a rocky relationship yeah right we now. got a little bit yeah we got we got some we got some tough patches that we're going through but we're willing to try to work it out so I think that we both got what we wanted out of it. I'll frame it this way. And I'm curious what people think. 215-592-9494. I believe if you gave the Eagles truth serum and you said, do you miss Andy? They would say yes. They don't have any stability. They don't. It's up and down, up and down. Andy's the ultimate stability in the NFL. He's the ultimate one for two, two plus decades now. And I'll just speak for myself on this. I miss Andy. I miss what Andy brings. Andy Reid is a great coach. They they haven't had a great coach since he it's, walked out the door, and I don't know the next time they're going to have one. It's it's the stability. That's it. You miss the stability. Stability. And and for whatever reason, we don't have that right now. We're in we're, for lack of a better word that I could think of right now, we're in turmoil. And so when Andy was here, the 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 positive was stability. The negative was there was no real return. Right? There was yes. no championship. Yes. He's now married the two. He has stability and he accumulates rings. But that that's uh, you know, you look at what they've been able to do in Kansas City. What's the GM name? Veach. Brett Veach. Yeah. Brett Who was Veach. here at one yes, point? Yes, he yeah. was here. Yeah. What they've done, like, and it, it's tough to do, but they've done a great job of it. Patience. Is something that when you talk about all NFL teams, is lacking. Like you don't like because the fan base, the pressure to win now is so great that you have to you have to have a quick turnaround. Just like Coach Sirianni, three years in, three playoff appearances, he's starting to feel the pressure. Like that's the name of the game. The benefit that Coach Reed has had in Kansas City because it's not been smooth. As a matter of fact, it wasn't smooth this year. 
their receivers were pedestrian. They were super pedestrian. They're starting to play well now. Their defense last year was considered one of the worst. Now their defense this year is their strength. Mm-hmm. That's because they drafted well. They believed in the young players that they have. They developed their young players, and they allowed them to go play. Now, the, the formula that I have, I know a lot of people don't like it because I'm talking about starting young guys, but if you think about it, and this is the thing, it's going to be hard to do because I'm talking about more of the long term. Even though it's a short ter- short term fix, mm-hmm. it's a long term goal. We got too many mercenaries, in my opinion, on this team. Oh, especially defense. Yes, we have too many mercenaries. We don't have enough guys on this squad that know what it is to be a Philadelphia Eagle. I mean, to be in this community. You know, you hear guys saying, and this not taking shots at anybody because there's a lot of guys that have come into this community and made it their own. But it's something different when you've been birthed into this thing. And, you know, you hear stories of, of, of the Seth Joyners and Jerome Browns and things like that. It's just different. Like, even though, like, I came from somewhere else, there's a difference between me and Ike Reese. You know what I mean? And, and that's just the reality of the situation. Ike was drafted here. Ike was a day one Philadelphia Eagle. And, and that's why the city loves him the way that they do, because Ike is one of them. And he understands what that means. It's something different, man. And it's, it's something I, I can't explain to people that when you get drafted here and you understand that, it's just you have a different mentality. You yeah. have a different feel and for it. And when you have patience with a team, like Andy does at Kansas yes. City, you could develop it. He's done that there. I mean, his run in Kansas City is remarkable. Six straight title games. I keep hearing Mahomes has been in six straight title games. He has. I'm not trying to take anything away from Patrick Mahomes. He's one of the five greatest quarterbacks ever already. Andy Reid has also been in six straight title games. He outcoached McDermott last week. He might outcoach his former coach Arbaugh and win again on Sunday. Look, I, I, I get it. I'm not trying to go back in time and say that they were stupid for what they did. It, they were 4-12. and 12. It, it was the timing. It, it, it was time to move on. It happens. I, it, but guess what? It's also human nature to move on from someone, whether it be a friendship or a relationship or whatever, as a, a fandom kind of thing, and say, I miss that guy. Kyle, uh, as Reed gets ready for his sixth straight title game and maybe in two weeks raising a third Lombardi, Back-to-back, by the way, if they win this one, do you miss Andy? I think the Eagles very clearly miss Andy. If you just look at all the – I mean, the, dis- yeah, the dysfunction around this team right now is ridiculous. <laughs> Andy Reid, much more stability and a much better coach than Nick Sirianni. Do I miss Andy? I would have to say – I think if I – like if you ask me, would you sign up again to fire Andy Reid and go through everything that we went through up until this point? I would. I would sign up for it again. So, no, I think with that being said, I don't miss Andy Reid. I would take the Eagles' last seven years or whatever. I guess, wow, it's been 12 years now since we fired Andy Reid. I I would take that over 12 more years of Andy. See her working out at Planet Fitness, getting fine. He's talking about, dang, she sure is fine now. Yeah, see, you know what it's like? like Hey, Kyle, liking all her pictures. (laughs) It's one of the – you got to get off social media so you don't see the pictures anymore. Here's the problem. Andy's on the games all the time. So, I can't I can't avoid it. So you know what's funny about this story I just told somebody in the car right now, they know exactly what I'm talking well, about. Hold yeah, on, dude. No, I'm gonna add to that. About. Now you see your best friend hanging out with her because oh, Jason yeah, Kelsey's he, at the yeah, game, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Your best friend was at a party with yeah. her. You saw the pictures, you're like, oh. man. So now he about what? to go, he rubbing up against her and they laughing and giggling. Having a good old time, and she's been looking at the three. You've been looking at it. She's been doing them Planet Fitness squats, getting that that uh the leg game right. Yeah, you know what it is. Wearing them yoga pants. A lot of girth. 
that was too descriptive. I I pull I got to pull it back. It's yeah, right. you do. It's a it's very Friday. good analogy, but when you combine it with the actual Andy, it really is disconcerting. All right, two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Andy in yoga pants. Yeah, that's not I definitely don't want to see. Oh Andy God, in yoga no. Pants. All right, let's uh, let's get back to the phones here. Are the Eagles a quick fix to get back to a title game? And let's be honest, do you miss Andy? I, I do, as he gets ready for his sixth <laughs> consecutive title game. The Eagles haven't had anyone close. I know they won the Super Bowl, and it's the best moment in Philadelphia sports history. They haven't had a coach that can hold a candle to him. It, and it's been 12 years. What's they don't have one with, now. What David Ruff used to sing with the Temptations, I miss you, miss you. <laughs> That's that. I think a lot of people deep down miss Andy. I do, and I I know if you gave the Eagles, if you gave Lori, forget Howie, if you gave Lori truth here, I'm like, you miss Andy? Yeah, of course he missed Andy. Let's go to the phone lines here. Jay in West Philly, what's up, Jay? Boy, I tell you, you you taking over uh, Johnny Mark's nickname? I gave Joe Joey Headache. <laughs> I giving you know, you, I'm giving you a headache, Jay. Or you're you giving give me one. Me headaches every day, man. I call with good intentions to talk to you, and then you be bringing up something that make my head hurt. <laughs> well, I'm making you I think, Jay. It. I'm making you think. Well, miss you, how miss you, you. How are you talking about Andy Reid? Who miss Andy Reid? Anyone that likes why, winning, Jay. Why, Stability. Why would we miss, <laughs> why why would we miss him, Jay? We have a head coach who doesn't even allow it in the offensive meetings anymore. They, they have, they're going through head co- three head coaches in 12 <laughs> years. Andy's been in six straight title games, Jay. Didn't we play him last year? Yeah, and he beat us. And, and, yeah, on a shake front and a, and a flat. <laughs> he beat him because he's a yeah. better coach than Sirianni. No, Come on, Jay. He had nothing to do with that punt return. We shaked the punt and we dropped the fumble at both. And he, and he, his other title, he beat Mr. 28-3. Are you discrediting Andy's two Super Bowls? Yeah. Oh. What, what do you think about he the, said, what do you think about the six straight title was, games? He's, he's an idiot. Yeah. Six straight <laughs> title games. Look, look, look. You know, he acting like he wasn't lucky and all that stuff. If he ain't have Mahomes, he's lucky. I mean, come on. Hold on a second. Hold on, hold on, Jay. Jay, hold on. You say give me – I'm giving you a headache. If he didn't have Mahomes, who drafted Patrick Mahomes when no one knew that guy was any good? You heard how he – he got the heads up on the test, too. That's why he drafted him. He got the heads up. I didn't hear that. Story. Yeah, yeah, look. Heads Mahomes up. Mahomes went in there. He had the answers prepped already. He went in there like Bill Belichick. Oh, and he thought he found a deal. Jay, they, traded, thought, up, they traded up from like 28 on. to 10. It's, it's one of they, the smartest draft picks in the history of the sport, and now we're saying he doesn't get credit for it. Does Jay, does Jay think Andy does anything? I guess not. He's Sirianni, <laughs> I guess. Hold on. He drafted Kevin Cobb, too, right? And Kevin Cobb was a good quarterback here? Who? Kevin Cobb Where? was a good quarterback. Kevin Cobb, I don't know exactly what the the uh, historic moment that he had here, but in a four game stretch, he had oh, it was either the QBR. Wait a minute, wait a minute, because he used him as trade bait and traded him to Arizona. And then he had concussion issues. I, I actually thought Cobb could have been a decent quarterback. Yeah. He, he had, had concussion the, issues. He had the same stats as Bobby Hoying. No, no, Jay, hold on a second. Who cares about Kevin same, Cobb? Andy Reid has been in six straight title games. He might win back to back Super Bowls, and you're talking about a draft pick from 15 years ago. So what you going to do on Monday when he loses to Harbaugh? What you going to say that? Well, if he loses, he loses. I mean, like, you think it taints his legacy? He's an underdog this weekend. Who cares if he loses? <laughs> oh, look, look. Now you're an underdog. But you say he's the best coach. And everybody but he, 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 this is a joke, not, quite frankly. Nothing against him being the best coach. He's just an underdog against a better team. Hold on, Jay. Do you think Andy's a good coach? I think he got good players. He oh, my God. Oh, up that hurts, Jay. Right that, hurt, that, hurt, that hurt. That hurt. It hurts, Jay. To say that oh Big God. Red's a good coach. Yeah, like, I'm I just mean, saying, dude, Jay, I'm on. just calling like I see it, dog. Dude. What? He, 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 he 
playing with Ray Rose defense. How long did he ride off those Jay, tails? Jay, and he, Jay. And he didn't give my boy McNabb Jay. no help. But Jay. now all of a sudden he a genius. And he learned from, but he learned from his mistakes. And okay. and you have to think, with, what, Jay? What you about to say? What you about to say, Jay? Yeah, Jay, you're the one giving headaches now. Your guy McNabb, by the way, when, when Andy traded him away, oh, McNabb fell down, apart. Slow down, Julio. What do you mean slow down? Yeah, hold, hold on. Oh, hold, hold on. Hold, Jay, Jay, Jay. Who made who? Did Andy hey, make Donovan gonna, or Donovan make Andy? Y'all ain't going to be on here disrespecting my quarterback now. J- uh, let's be hey, real, though. That's still my quarterback right? yeah. now. And without Andy, his career fell apart. Nah, I'm just uh, saying, that's still my quarterback. Just saying. That's my, that's my QB. You got your strays, right? Man, man how I get it? How I get it? Jay, what do you got? Are the Eagles a quick fix who's coming on to rip Andy? The same dude that lost at home to Yeah, and go back. And how did Donovan play in that game? I don't give a shit. Yeah, like crap. Y'all, y'all Jay, right. Jay. <laughs> oh, come on. Jay, come on. All right, what do you think? Is this Eagles team a quick fix? Yeah, it's a possible quick fix. Because, look, now, now you ain't got no faith in Howie. Two days ago, Howie always fixes everything. Now it's not No, fix. no, no, no. I said Howie can do it, but it's not going to be quick. No, I mean, Jay, hey, boy, they got man. seven really good players right now. You need more than that. Exactly. And this is the same one. Brian Branch is a good player. Ain't he the safety for the Lions? Yes, and they should have drafted him. Oh, I like Brian oh, Branch he, coming up. Oh, how? How he screwed that up, man. Yes, he did. How he screwed up, how he screwed up everything. Yes, he did. Well, not everything, but, yeah, he missed, so he missed, he he missed that one. Yeah, so now he can fix it, right? If he does he the right spend, thing, sure. He don't spend money on people that cover the most ground on the field. Safeties and linebackers cover the most ground, but he don't give them no money. I don't understand it. That's, that's not common sense to me. They need. I, well, I agree. I, we'll find something we agree on. As you're giving me a headache now, Jay, and we appreciate the phone call. I, I do think Howie's gone too far. The Eagles have gone too far, Hugh, when it comes to ignoring safety and linebacker. They've gone too far. I get it. They they want to put their resources at offensive line, defensive line, quarterback, receiver, corner. They've gone too far with the lines. Oh, yeah. Excuse me, with the safety and, and linebacker. Well, you 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 called yourself, I guess, for lack of a better way of saying saying it, cutting corners. Yeah. At certain positions, and and I think it's safe to say that. Some position you just didn't draft well. Because you still got a hit on the Jimmy's Joes. You know, the first round draft picks, those are probably about the easiest ones to get right, supposedly. You got a hit on those third picks, those fifth round picks and things of that They've nature. They've missed a lot of third round picks, yeah. 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 Well, the Kobe Dean, right? That was supposed to be one, and two years in, hasn't worked out so far. Yeah. That's, that's the bottom line. Jay, Jay actually did give me a headache. I mean, Jay was trying to tell me that Andy Reid's not a really good coach. No, Jay knows, like, listen. I mean, you Jay, gotta be kidding. Jay knows Coach Reed's a good coach. He just didn't want to say that was, it. I mean, like, that was – He didn't want to say it. That he was, was one of Jay's worst calls. No, he he knew it. He didn't want to say it. What the hell it, was he th- – He didn't want to give Andy Reed credit for anything. Well, he drafted nothing. Kevin Cobb. I oh don't my. care. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how's that sound? <laughs> oh, my Who cares? <laughs> what a big deal. Oof. <laughs> funny, man. I mean, the, fu- the funny thing when we do this with, oh, he made this mistake. When you've been coaching <laughs> or a GM – You're going to make mistakes. Well, especially for 25 years. Like, I could pick out – yeah, I could pick out a lot of mistakes. Bill Belichick made a lot of bad picks. He's also got a million rings. We could do this with anyone. You could say you don't miss him without discrediting the fact – He's quite obvious. I mean, he's the best coach in the NFL right now. It's y- not even close. Yes. Yeah, I mean, yes. What are talking about? I, again, he has been in six straight title games. It, it's just impossible for me not to watch him win every year and say he was here. He's a damn good coach, yeah, and and just just look at it and and, and wonder what it would have been. But I think coach need to move on. I, I, under, mean, I, think I understand that. I, I know. I, I I know how it went, and I know how bad 2012 was. I'm not trying to go back and say they made a mistake and all that stuff. I'm just saying that the, the, he's won the divorce. If we're going back to these like, oh, so he got the dogs. He, yeah, he, he got, got the, the he dogs. Got the dogs. Yeah, he got, he the, got dogs. the dogs. I mean, he got the house. He got the car. Did he get the car? 
six straight title games? Yeah, he got the car. And Mahomes? He got a Rolls Royce. Dude. I know. He got yeah, it all. Car. And, and got the car. It's not like, you know, you're not living in a, on the street, but, you know, we're not doing as well as he is. And I will say this, too, and I think this is – is this is coming from an old player's perspective? He's a lot different, like the way that he approaches things. He evolved, yeah. Because you you have to realize that, and and that's why when I talk about Coach Sirianni, this is not zero sum with Coach Sirianni. He has to learn, just like Andy Reid learns. Like Coach now is so different than he was when he was coaching. It's he's more laid back. He's I think he's more receptive to to ideas, innovative ideas from younger people, mm-hmm. because you have to evolve as a coach. And I think by him getting fired here and learning some of the uh, lessons from the mistakes that he made here, he carried those lessons to Kansas City, and he's benefited tremendously for it. And they just win and win and win. 215-592-9494. Steve, Pentahawkey. What's up, Steve? Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, Steve. What are you feeling today? So I think this is uh, – it can be a quicker fix than everyone thinks. Um, The biggest thing for me is going to be this OC hire. I think that will be everything in determining that. And the reason I say that is because last year, everyone credits Shane Steichen with being the genius, the mastermind. And I don't see that as a knock on Sirianni. Um, I, I try to look at it from a positive angle in the sense of when he has coordinators who can do their job, call the plays, and allow him to focus on what he's got to focus on as a head coach, we can get to the top. We saw it. Now, does he thrive in dysfunction and, and, and chaos? Obviously not. But at the end of the day, are you going to win a Super Bowl with the team that's got that going on anyway? It's a fair point, Steve. And I, and people have brought that up, that like, hey, why is everyone upset? This is the way they won a year ago. And, and Steve, you're right. I would say this, though. From what we understand, it still was his offense. So, like, he, that was, he had a part in that. Steichen called the play. Steichen probably was a huge part of it. But Sirianni had a part of that offense. This is a little different, though. Like, it's now, at least the way he framed it to us, He's not – it's not his offense anymore. So He put his, he put his foot in his mouth. Yeah, so it, it, it just changes the way the dynamic works, and, and he's got to be different because he has to accept that. I mean, that, that can't be easy to accept that you're not part of the offense when you're an offensive guy. Uh, I definitely agree, but like I said, if you bring someone in here, an experienced guy who knows what they're doing and can handle that and, and it's not something that Sirianni has to dip his toes and get involved into, I, I think he, he thrives and we thrive. And if everyone thrives, we're we're all going to be good. But if Steve, do you miss Andy? I'm tired of talking about Andy, man. So you don't miss him? I don't miss him. Okay. Great coach, but I don't miss him. All right. Now, I needed to hear that because I, it's one thing to be tired of talking about Andy. Steve, we appreciate it. But you still can miss him. I mean, I miss him. The Eagles haven't had that stability. I, I just I can't get past the fact that he has been this great in Kansas City. Yeah. Six straight title games is remarkable. Pretty impressive. No, no, no question about it. But I think it was one of those relationships that just had to, you know, you had to move on. I know, but you ever move on and then you miss? It happens. Oh, I've, I've seen like all the time. Yeah, I mean, if you see him and be like, dang, it's life. Yeah, I mean, but you just, you just look, you just the mistakes you made, just suck it up and move on. Yeah, that's well, that's what we've and done. Just like all her pitches. And see, just but like that's them. see, that's that's the and hard success part. And just like them all, and then you, maybe you you slide in her DM and say, hey, big head, how you doing? You dating anybody? <laughs> so, you, so you're telling me to get let it go, and then you're sliding DMs no, over I'm just here. saying, you got you to gotta put the feelings out there. We all do it. Don't, don't act like y'all don't do it. Cats go out there and just like, hey, so how you been? What's, what's new? Yeah, I know how You're really asking if yeah. they got a boyfriend yeah. or, well, or a girlfriend at that point. Yeah, I, I, I'm Wanna lost know. in the analogy, but we know how he or she's doing. Yeah. Winning every single hey, year. Or, or you hit her with, hey, I'm glad to see you doing well. You look great. You look great. But are you really glad to see her doing yeah, well? Well, you got you 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 hate that she didn't look like that when she was with you or he, but you know you know what I mean. Yeah, 
you're looking at him like, oh, okay. 215-592-9494. A lot to discuss here. The Eagles, is this a quick fix to get back to a title game, to get back to this weekend? Hugh believes it is. I don't. I think there's a lot of work to do here. I don't see a ton of great players in the roster right now in their prime. I think Howie's got a lot of work to, plus a brand-new offense coming in. And do you miss Andy? Andy's going to play in his sixth straight title game on Sunday. The Eagles have not had anything close to the stability they had with him or he's had since he left. Do you miss Andy Reid? At 12 o'clock, Patrick Willis, former All-Pro. He played under Vic Fangio. He's going to join the show. And there's an interesting narrative going on about Fangio right now. We'll get into it a bit after the break. 215-592-949 for Midday Show, Sports Radio 94 WIP. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Welcome back. Sports Radio 94 WIP Midday Show. Hugh Douglas, Joe Giulio. Joining us at noon today, Patrick Willis. I'm excited to talk to Patrick Willis. What Me a too, because I'm, I'm just Woo. curious about, like, number one, what he's been up to, man, and, uh, you know, just what he feels about Coach Fangio, because I remember those San Francisco 49er defenses that he was on. Man, they, incredible. Were, they were aggressive. They were incredible. Willis <laughs> was, I, I thought at the time, the best linebacker in pro football. Oh, yeah, P-Dub was a beast. Man. Five all-pros, uh, and then walked away from the NFL at age 29. I mean, he, he's a, I view him as a Hall of Famer. They go get there one day. He joins us at 12. going to talk to him about Vic Fangio, who helped coach him up in San Francisco. 215-592-9494. We'll get to Fangio stuff coming up in a few minutes. And, you know, what is the thought process out there about him right now as a coach and a communicator and someone that can relate to the modern player? We'll get to that. Your phone calls, a lot to discuss here. Are the Eagles a quick fix to get back to this weekend next year? I don't believe they are. I think Howie's got a lot of work to do this offseason. Hugh believes they are indeed a quick fix. Move here, move there. We're back. And Andy Reid about to play in his sixth straight or coach in his sixth straight title game this weekend. Do you miss him? Do you miss Andy? I know it's been a long time, but the Eagles have not had the stability without Andy they did with him, and he's had a lot more stability without them. Fred is in New Jersey. Hey, Fred. Joe, how are you? Hey, you. How you doing? Hey, What's Fred? going on, man? Good. So, Joe, I just want to remind you of something, and I'm 67 years old. I had season tickets 60 years ago at Franklin Field with my dad. So I go back a long time, mm-hmm. okay? You forget how bad at times the Eagles looked with Andy Reid. Okay, there were times that the offense was just horrible, that people were screaming at him that he wouldn't run the ball at all. So it wasn't all perfect. Yeah, he did a great job for a while. But let me just say one last thing you want him. He did, in my entire life of watching the, the Eagles and football, he did the biggest malpractice I've ever seen in my life that no one talks about when he took his offensive line coach, who never coached defense in college, in the pros, in high school. 
and he made him a defensive coordinator yeah, yeah. in the NFL. That was the dumbest thing he ever did or anyone could ever do. So to sit there and tell me that Andy Reid is so great. He is. That's not just the division. He won six. You're right. He won six divisions. But against all three weak teams. The, the, the Chargers have never gotten out of their way for years. The Raiders have stunk for years. And Denver stunk after they lost Peyton yeah, so, so, Fred, I, I, I don't disagree with that, right? But we do this all the time. We discount greatness by saying what's around greatness. Was... No, but Fred, hold on. Oh, Fred, that was bad. I what agree. about Fred. that? Ask Fred. me that. Fred, Does it was a mistake. Sense? Fred, it was a mistake. Like, sometimes great coaches make mistakes. But we always do this. I hear this crap about Belichick, right? Belichick ran through the AFC East because the whole division stunk. Maybe the AFC West stinks. Maybe the AFC East stunk with Belichick because they he beat those teams six times a year. It's tough to win when you start the season 0-2. When you beat teams every year, they're in trouble. They're behind the eight ball. So, like, yeah, maybe they're, you know, they're an average team, but they're 6-10 and 10 because Andy beats them every year. Look, the, Reds, uh, the Commanders and, and the Giants have been bad for a while. But Dallas is not, you know, they've always put a competitive team yeah, on the I field. Yeah, I agree. So, so, it, so the NFC East has never been a cakewalk, number one. But, but you forget that Andy Reid, you know, was not perfect and made a lot of mistakes. No, Fred, but Fred line, hold on. But I, hold on. I, I agree with way, you. Like, I agree. I agree he wasn't perfect. He made a lot of mistakes. I agree. Let me ask you But one hold one. on. Hold on. The re- the, the, let you talk no, but I'm going to let Fred talk. The reality is, whether you can, we all have our opinions, right? You don't have to miss him, Fred. I'm not going to make you. you. You feel the way you feel. <laughs> but this is the truth. The Eagles have not been as good post-read as he's been without them. They don't have stability. We're doing press conferences where the coach is being asked, what do you do here? Meanwhile, Andy's in his sixth straight title game. Like, he won the divorce, Fred. He got the dog and the car. Understand, he's look. The bottom line is, and he did draft the guy. When you come up with a franchise quarterback that has year in year out played at a top level, that makes it a lot easier. Agree. You know, we didn't have that Wentz crashed and burned. Hopefully, Hurts isn't going to crash and burn. But you know, but I, 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 I mean, you can't look. This guy, you know, everyone talks about. You know, look whether CEOs are making fun of him. Harbaugh in Baltimore has been there for years. Tomlin, there's there's a bunch of coaches that do not are not the offensive coordinator or defensive coordinator. I think the bottom line is is if Lori didn't like this guy, I don't believe it's just a puppet because Lori could find another guy that would take the job. The bottom line is this guy has won a lot of games in three years. Am I happy what happened the last seven games? Of course not. I can't understand it, and maybe we'll never know. But he's going to get a year to see if he can't you know, fix it, and I have no problem with the continuity of that. And I do think that it's not a big fix. If you draft a couple impact players on defense, put two impact guys on that defense, it's going to change dramatically. Besides the fact you're going to have a professional coach there. And that will help a lot. Fred, we agree on that. Yeah, I, I, the fans of think is a big deal. Fred, good phone call. I enjoyed that debate. And there's something I, about an Andy Reid conversation that just that gets bring, people fired up. It I, brings I, it back. Like, but y'all got to, like, listen, I know y'all think that this is a strong point, but it really isn't. Y'all say, well, they played in a weak division. Tom Brady played in a weak division. Won a whole lot of games in a weak division. That dog don't hunt, man. 
Like, when you say stuff like that, that basically says that you don't have a real argument. Like, seriously. My point to him was part of the reason we view those divisions as weak is because, like, now the Chiefs or back then you guys to the NFC or Belichick and Brady, they destroyed their opponents, so they they made them 0-2 every year. You you draft to get out of your division, and it's cyclical. What you do is one year you're going to be up. Like, right now the Patriots are down. Yes. Miami Dolphins are up. Bills are the up. The Jets are, look like they're about to be up. Well, that's maybe. just how the, the division. Jets are usually But that's down. just how the division, that's how football is. Yeah. And I think that we tend to forget that. So when you make that argument, oh, you know, it, it's a weak division. No, it was just your turn because you drafted well. You have to draft well for it to be your turn. And, and right now, look like the Cowboys might be the class of the division, and we're right there with mm-hmm. them. It's, the, it's a downtime for the Giants, and it's a downtime for the Commodores. But it looks like the worm is about to turn for both of those teams. I mean, we could, we've done this with the Phillies the past few years. Like the year they got to the World Series two years ago, part of it was they beat the crap out of the Nationals. Now, I know the Nationals aren't good. They're in a downturn. But part of the reason they're so bad is they have to play the Braves and Phillies 40 times a year. I mean, this is, it's just it's a matter of it, – it all goes into it. My, my point is on, on Reed, I miss him. I miss the stability. I wish the Eagles had something like that still. They don't. So our last call did believe it's a quick fix. A couple good draft picks here. And, Hugh, you've been on that, the idea of the draft picks and young guys. And maybe it is. But, boy, that puts pressure on Howie because he's got to nail the draft picks. You know, they have – what, the Eagles have, I think, three picks in the first what? Because they have the Saints second-round pick this year. That was from the, AG, uh, from the trade they made to move around the first round two years ago? Yes. So where does that fall? 50-something? I think it does. The Saints finished – they missed the playoffs. They were like, what, 9-8? and eight? I'm guessing that pick is like the middle of the second round. So they're going to have three picks within the first two rounds. It's a, it's a big deal. I mean, he, if he nails these three picks, that could be three starters next season. Yeah, you're going to have to like, – like that's the reality of where we are. The guys that we draft are going to have to play. And you have to do a damn good job of drafting guys and having coaches that are going to teach. Like the one thing that, that a lot of people aren't talking about with this whole uh, Coach Sirianni meltdown, was the fact that Coach Sirianni, from what from some reports, had to coach the coaches. So I think it's important. Like when you talk about Coach Fangio, I don't care. Like just I know we're gonna get to it, Joe, mm-hmm. but I don't care what the Miami Dolphins felt about him. I gives a damn who liked him and who didn't like him. That's the kind of coach I feel you need. I'm old school. You need that kind of coach. That's why you're going out to get coaches like a Mike Caldwell, people that can teach. Because part of the problem I feel that this team had this year, number one, the same mistakes were being made week in and week out, and they had no fundamentals. That's what good coaches do for yeah. you. You know, you're just not sitting there. I feel like a lot of times, and I, and I spoke on this, like coaches nowadays, you're, 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 you're straddling that line from being somebody's friend and being a teacher. And if you cross that line and become more of a teacher and they don't like you, you got a chance to get fired. That's ridiculous to me. Because even at the professional level, there's still a lot that you can learn. And if you want to be a great player, you have to be able to be teachable at all times. Even in the jobs that we do, we still have to be teachable at times. So, you know, that I, I want coaches like that that are going to challenge their players. Yeah, and, you know, you, you, we're speaking of giving Fangio enough players to, you know, in terms of the draft and helping them out, young guys. I mean, the one, and you're going you're gonna to see it and hear about it when you turn the game on Sunday night, the Lions. I mean, the Lions are obviously a, a fun story. And Dan Campbell's a big, you know, he's kind of the face of the story, the Jared Goff uh, you know, resurgence. But there's a reason um, that Brad Holmes won the Executive of the Year award. 
his draft is un- – Jameer Gibbs was their first pick. He got, they got a lot of heat for that, taking a running back. I know someone here on this show that's probably like, yeah, taking a running back. It makes some sense now. But three of their first four picks were Jameer Gibbs, Sam Laporta, Brian Branch. Those guys aren't just they're, – they're, they're huge con- parts. Huge contributors. They're, they're three of their best players. Huge contributors, especially Laporta. They, they're calling that cat Baby Gronk. He's he might be the best rookie tenant I've seen since yeah. Gronk. He's unbelievable. And, and you have to you the the reason why the Giants, excuse me, the Lions are having so much success is because that's exactly what they did. They let them young guys play. Even when you talk about Hayden Hutchinson. Uh last year's who was Panay Sewell. Yep, Panay Sewell's a great player. Man, listen, there is not a guy that they drafted. Even the, they got another young, another young defensive end from HBCU that that's playing. Ah, I can't think of his name right now. But the point is, you have to draft guys that have the mentality that you're trying to relate on the football field. That's You have to have those guys. If you come – like, for instance, when I read about Coach Fangio's defense, they talk about corners that play physical in the run game. Right now, we don't have a corner that has been – a veteran corner, I should say, that has been identified that can do that. That's a big deal for him because they come up and run support and they help. They have and, – and you know this for a fact because we've seen it. You've even seen it in Miami. Mm. They have physical linebackers that play physical, that can cover, that, that, can, that can get out of there and get the, the uniforms dirty, and they can cover on the back end. You have to have that. This defense does not have an identity. You have to have an identity, and I think that's what he's going to bring in here. So if he rubs some people the wrong way and they want to get out of here, so be it. Bye. Leave. See ya. Yeah, and we'll get to that. There's audio out there. More on the um, kind of the, the relationship between fans and players. Let's grab Will, and then we'll talk about it. Will in the Northeast. What's up, Will? Gentlemen, how y'all doing today? What's up, Will? What are you thinking today? Oh, man, you know, uh, it's not going to be an easy uh, fix, man, because when you look at the schedule we got this year, this upcoming season, man, we're going to have to do a lot of rebuilding, man, because uh, – these teams is going to be ready, and we play, we play in some of the prior, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, our like first five games are like top of the top of the line teams, man. So we don't and, know the order yet, Will. So we're not sure exactly when they'll play. Um, you know, sorry. certain teams we don't know that that comes out in May, but we do know who they're going to play. And so next year they play the AFC North. That's a tough division. All yeah. those teams were over 500 this year. That that's right. that's a tough one. They also Pretty have the Packers next too. year. They have the Rams next year. Yep. I know, man. And you know, um what I'm what I'm really hoping is whatever's going on with Jalen, you know, they they in the off season they fix it. And one thing I wanna say to Jalen, I hope he's listening. You know, the money the money can make you or it can break you. But one thing about this, you worked hard and you got what you earned. You earned that money. But don't allow that money to change you. Because one thing I can say about money, money come and go, but a legacy lives forever, man. And that's what you should be working on right now, your legacy, man. And I, I believe you still got it in you, but I, I'm just hoping whatever it is on the off season, as far as the whole team, just fix it, man, because y'all are a great team, and I want to see y'all do well, man. Everybody, we got fans all over the world that love the Eagles, man. Like and we, we all, and the Eagles always that. You know what I'm saying? Look out! Look! Look at the fan base, man. At least do it for us, but do it for yourself, man. Because I know you're a great quarterback, man. And continue to prove everybody wrong, man. 
that's what we do, man. When every everybody against us, guess what? That should give us more more uh, like energy an and everything to go harder. You and know? Here's why, Will, I feel it's going to happen or I feel good about it happening. Well, we appreciate it. I mean, Jalen Hurts has been down before. I mean, he, like an open letter, though. An open letter to Jalen, yeah. yeah. If Jalen, if you're listening, this is my, my message to you. I mean, Jalen Hurts has been doubted before. He's fell, fallen down before. I believe he'll bounce back. He's bounced back a lot in his football career. All right, let's talk about Vic Fangio here. So here's Albert Breer, NFL insider, on, on what's out there about Fangio. We played a little bit yesterday. Drew Rosen asked him about yeah, maybe not all the players loved him down in Miami. Here's what Albert Breer's hearing. I think it'll be interesting to see how he meshes in that scenario. Yeah, Colin. yeah. There were problems in Miami. I mean, like, just from a collaboration standpoint, he wasn't exactly what they were looking for. A lot of the players were out on him to the point where at the wow. end of the year, things looked funky on tape. And I, I would say this, like, I think in the in the in this era, the way staff set up and the way that things are delegated, Vic's not really that way. And so, like... As far like, let's just say, for example, if you're splitting up third down and you're splitting up red zone and you're saying, okay, like we're going to have our secondary coach present on this and we're going to have our D-line coach present on this. That's not the way Vic worked. Like Vic was the only voice in that room. And that rubbed some people the wrong way in Miami. That's interesting. I mean, that, that sounds more like an uh, internal coaching issue than that, him with the players. That sounds like an insecurity issue from the coaching staff. Like, because like, you know what I hear when I hear that? Let me let me do third down, coach. Let me let me be the guy. I don't ever recall being in a meeting, a defensive meeting, that Jim Johnson didn't run. Don't recall it. Jim Johnson did the breakdowns. Jim Johnson did the stalls, all of that. Now we broke off in individual meetings, and we talked about the game plan and how we were going to attack it from the defensive line standpoint. Right. And I'm pretty sure linebackers in the secondary did the same thing. But Jim Johnson's voice was the only one that had the clicker in his hand, and he was the only cat that was talking during the meeting. Now, every now and then, Trot would chime in and talk about what he didn't want to do. <laughs> but outside of that, like, Jim was the only cat that I I, I, I heard speak in the meeting. Now, again, I, this, is, this was a long time ago. And to me, I, I guess that's how meetings are ran now because everybody wants to get their shine or whatever. But at the end of the day, the bottom line is we are trying to win football games. And if Vic Fangio is out there, you know, talking about his defense and coaching his defense or whatever and talking about it, I don't have a problem with that. I, 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 it feels more to me like that wasn't a player issue. That was a coaching issue Internal, because they felt yeah. slighted. They, they, it sounded like the coaches in Miami felt slighted. It did. When you look at the Miami Dolphins, like, no, well, I guess I am disrespecting Miami fans. They were soft anyway. They were soft. They, every time they got punched in the mouth, they folded like a cheap suit. So I, I'm assuming that Coach Fangio's coaching style didn't mess well with them cats that like to uh, sit on the palm trees and drink my yeah, time. I also go to this. I mean, Albert Breeder mentioned the end of the year uh, communication issues. They had six starters out. I mean, you have six starters out, it's going to look a little funny. I mean, you have backups all over the place. I, I don't know. I mean, Kyle's brought this up the last couple of days that there's this stuff has come out, right? Maybe that the Fangio thing isn't as seamless and perfect as we're making it out to be. I, I don't. I don't care. I, I do not care. You're talking about to me, Joe. What did we do well? Nothing. What 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 did we do where On you defense, could complain? Nothing. Like seriously, what did we do where you could complain about a coach like Vic Fangio coming in and cracking the whip a little bit? And the other part is, yeah, maybe last year, whatever, it was a little funny in Miami. He has 
basically 40 years of track record on defense. We're going to talk to Patrick Willis, one of his best players ever had. Linebacker, you know, obviously with the 49ers all those years. He'll be joining us at noon to talk about Fangio and what kind of coach he is. I'm not concerned, Hugh. And it doesn't sound like you are either about the Fangio experience. No, I'm not. I'm not, man. I'm, I'm old school. And I, I am okay with that because I feel like sometimes you have to be talked rough to. Like there's a way that you can deliver a message. You can deliver it directly or you could just yell about it. But there's a way. Like we're trying to get better. We're trying to win Super Bowls around here. So I'm not worried about your feelings and how, you know, who breaks down the meeting or who breaks down third down personnel or whatever. If Coach Fangio's up there teaching his defense and it's his defense, let the man cook. So two things. One, hopefully he could bring in this, a kind of staff that understands the way he, he wants it, right, so they don't complain. The other thing, I, and I go back to the take you've had for a while, Hugh, this has got to be younger guys. Like if the Eagles assess that there's going to be some veterans on this defense who don't love the Fangio you gotta way, go. then you got to move on. Yeah, and that's the reality. Because I don't think I, – I, I doubt we're at a point in their career where Carter, Smith, Davis are going to push back on the kind of coach. There might right? be some pushback. It, but, it might be. But they don't have a leg to stand on yet. Yeah. Like they're still, they haven't done much in the league. Slay, I'll just use him as an example. Or he, I, like if it's me and, and, and he can still play, let me say that first because, you know, he's kind of sensitive about when people say stuff about him. I mean, but he wouldn't be here because he doesn't fit. Like all those things I used to describe the way that he wants his corners to play, that, that's, that's not Darius Slay. And, and that's not his game. And, you know, it's, it's just like playing defense anywhere else. That's not the style that we want to play. We want to be hard-nosed. The first thing that I would do if I came up here as defensive coordinator, I would tell this team what we're not going to be. We're not going to be dummies. We're not going to be idiots. And what I mean by that, we're going to know our assignment. Like, that's the first thing about playing defense. Know what you're supposed to do. Like, there's not going to be nothing in the back end looking like Keystone cops, running around, not knowing who you're going to cover. You're going to know who to cover. And if you're going to make mistakes, damn it, you're going to make mistakes doing, going 100 miles an hour. I mean, the smartest team, the team that makes the fewest mistakes, has the better to, chance of winning. Yeah, I mean, that's just it's football there. All right, let's go to uh, Ray in Westville. What's up, Ray? Hey, how's it going, guys? What's going hey, on? Hey, Ray, man? what are you feeling today? How's it going, Hugh? What's going I on? Want you to, I, I want you to know, brother, if you ever get a coordinator or a coaching job, I'm back you 100%. Oh, I'm not trying to do you that. You got a fan there. I'm here. Like, I like to run my mouth on the radio too much to be all Yeah, like, Ray, I, I mean, Kyle I, and, I, Kyle I and up, I are going to rip him, up, so you got to back him. I grew, <laughs> I grew up watching you, and as a kid, I grew up watching Seth. Yeah, Seth was a beast. You've seen some good defense around here, Ray. Not this yeah. past season, but you've seen some good defense. No, nah, <laughs> but, but as far as Andy and the way I miss with the discipline, and with the hard practices that he had, some yeah. people were saying. Yeah, well, Ray, and, and obviously Hugh was part of this. I, I always felt that Andy had his team playing their best and got his team ready for the end yeah. of the season. And unfortunately, yeah. this year was the opposite. And look at the Chiefs right now, right? They struggled a lot of the season, but now they're playing their best football and they're a game and, away from the Super Bowl again. Yeah, I, yeah, I remember this one game when, Reed, when Andy and they were playing, he was playing against the Rams. The Eagles had some fumbles, but they were like turning, trying to turn it, turn into points. And Andy was yelling like, "Sit, just sit on the ball, just sit on the ball." <laughs> yeah, I mean the guys that was back in oh one oh two. Yeah, oh yeah, Ray. I mean, look, they they he's a great coach, and he's won for a long time. Ray, what do you think? Is this a quick fix for this Eagles team? Honestly, I don't see this season, but hopefully next. Up to like 24 going to 25, yep. I see something 
like a term because the thing is, there's a lot of work that needs to be done with that thing. Oh, they have a, they do. I mean, they have a ton of work back there. Now, hopefully, yeah, hopefully, when Banjo, I heard you know with Steph saying the with the bend but don't break situation. But hopefully, when he comes in, you know that can that this, the coverage can tighten up a little bit. And, and they got to make and Ray, they got to make plays too. And, and Ray, man, we appreciate the phone call. They got to make plays. Last year's defense made plays. They they, they turned the ball. They, they took. They created turnovers. This you mean year's, not last year, like the Super Bowl defense. Yeah, two years yeah. ago. You got to be opportunistic defense, man. That that's that's the mentality. That's the way to work. Like there was a saying, and it's still a saying. Like fatigue makes a coward out of us all. And a lot of times, you know, you break your body down so that when you are in those moments where you're tired you still know your assignment. Yeah, and they didn't do that enough this year. They just didn't. All right, 215-592-9494. It's how you hop aboard. Do you miss Andy? And is this Eagles team a quick fix to get back to championship weekend? Hugh believes they are. I think Howie's got a lot of work to do here. On the other side, we'll talk to a future Hall of Fame linebacker, Patrick Willis. He played in San Francisco for Vic Fangio. We'll talk about the new D.C., the scheme, how relatable he thought Vic was as a coach. And, of course, all your phone calls, 215-592-9494. Patrick Willis joins the show next on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.